Hey, you're listening to No Limits, episode 39. And this week, we got the PlayStation Vita 2, baby. All right, now let's hit the intro. Bye. everyone my name is taylor and you're listening to no limits a playstation podcast i'm joined by my co-host uh, brianna this week unfortunately sam couldn't make it and yeah go trust us again remember you can find the video version of this pod over on youtube.com save the game media every tuesday and while you're over there make sure to subscribe to the channel if you'd rather listen to audio we are on all your favorite podcast services we would love it if you'd leave us a review it helps us grow and we would love any feedback if you want to support us and get early access to all Save the Game Media content, head over to patreon.com slash Save the Game Media and choose the tier that's right for you, just like our current patrons did. Bucky Blue, Hopple, Apaka Tom, Amon, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai at night, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, and the Xbox Expansion Pass. Remember, please go over to patreon.com. Sorry, I can't. Talking too fast. Please go to patreon.com slash save the game media to check it out. You can also check out our YouTube at Save the Game Media and Twitter at Save Game Media. And also interact with us on Discord. Links are all in the show notes. All right, how are you doing, Bree? I'm doing well. Um my uh my tummy hurts a little, but I'm being brave. So did you take I... any tums or I had some last night and it didn't help. Um, I think that I may have just had too much lactose because I wasn't. So I had. I genuinely don't know what happened on Friday. I don't know if I just wasn't feeling well or if my anxiety got so bad that it like made my stomach messed up. Hmm. Um, Both. (laughs) But yeah, it could it could be both. But I was, like, really not feeling well on Friday to the point, like, I didn't go down for dinner. Like, I just, like, Mm. ate dinner in my room. And then yesterday, I ended up getting a boba with, like, the creme brulee cheese foam, which is very dairy-heavy. And I think that that may have messed me up. And I also had cheese with dinner. Um, so, as a lactose intolerant person. <laughs> I apologize. Let me just put myself on me for a second. No, no, you're good. I love it. Um, All right, listeners. This is like the best. Go ahead. No, I want. This is exactly what we needed. Go ahead. Okay. No. You no. You're, you're not making any announcements. No. Nope. Okay. After you're okay. done. Okay. Well, no. I was just saying, like, and then I like had to like hang out by the toilet. Oh. I didn't throw up last night, but I did have to sit next to it just in case. Yeah, I've been there when it comes to. I yeah, just refuse. Yeah. I think recently in oh in the fall. My parents got me like, or they delivered a cake to my door, like remote, like they ordered a cake to get delivered to my door because I was away from home at college. Mm-hmm. And there was like five days went by and I only ate like 70% of the cake. I'm like, all right, it's going to go bad if I don't eat it. So I like ate oh like a third of a cake. Oh God. And then uh, that night was not a good night. I'm never doing that again. So. Yeah, I was I was sitting near near <laughs> the toilet. But that was fun. 
Anyway, uh, let me say now, guys, I got a cat last week. Last Sunday, actually, after we recorded, I was talking to Brie about an errand I had to run. And who guessed it? And she. My first guess was that you had a girlfriend. My second guess was that you were getting a cat. Me? Girlfriend? Nah. Cats are better anyways. Perhaps. Yeah. So her name is... Her her name is Toph, and she's very vocal, chatty. Ow, ow. Yeah, she likes to nibble, so that's fun. She's two years old, and she's from West Maui, Hawaii, believe it or not. Really? Oh, yeah. Did I tell you that? No. No. No, so apparently she was taken in by the shelter on the 25th of March. So, like, and then she was adopted by me on the 31st of March. Or, no, 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 sorry, 2nd of April. So, in a span of, like, three weeks, she basically, she went, traveled between continents, one shelter to another, and then to my home. So, she's been through a, probably a lot over the past month or so. Yeah. She's, like, so cute. Like, genuinely so cute. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I'm loving the meows. But we're also just getting, like, a slight hint of the purr. And it's great. Like, genuinely, purrs are are supposed to have, like, healing vibrations. So, listeners, you're being healed right now through the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. She is very clingy. She follows me wherever I go. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I have to go to the bathroom. I have to shut the door. You're not letting her in. Or <laughs> also try to like look inside the toilet, toilet, and I'm like, no, Toph, we're not gonna let you be curious around there. But or like when I take a shower, I leave the door a bit open so she knows I'm not shut, <laughs> I'm not shutting her out. Because if I do shut her out, like when I'm sleeping sometimes, or if I have her outside of her room and she can't get in, she'll start howling for attention because I've been away for X amount of time. So cute. Mm-hmm. I'm so obsessed. Yeah. I'm so happy for you because you've been talking about getting a cat for so long. Like as long as I've known you. So thanks. yeah. I'm, I'm really happy for you. Oh now she's thanks. You know she's playing with my headphones, my headphone cord. Please don't please don't damage it. Please. All right. While you wrestle with her, how are you? I think I'm pretty good. A little sleep deprived from learning how she functions at night. Um, yeah, there were times where she was just howling, and I'm, I just like, all right, please shut up. But she didn't. She had she had food, water, and litter, and she still still did it. Yeah, she um, wants attention. Yeah, she wanted attention. But one night, I tired her out a lot before bed with like a, a little toy. And that helped. I know. Oh, look how cute she is. I know. Oh, I'm obsessed. (sighs) All right. I hope I someday get to meet her. Oh, yeah. You get to meet Luna. (gasps) Yeah. She's just... I love how you could, like, never see Luna. She, She is there. You can barely see her, though. Yeah, she's... You just see eyes. She's a ninja, yeah. The hope that this is the only animal eyes I see in the dark are Luna's eyes. Yeah. Hopefully. That would be kind of creepy. 
I do have a toothless pillow back there somewhere, but you what? can't really see it. Stop pulling the screen. <laughs> toothless pillow? Yeah. Hmm. It's just like um, toothless's face. Oh, we're right. From I hate, from not I hate, from I, how did I? From I hate my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, for a second, I'm like, why do you have a toothless? What is a toothless pillow and compass? But toothless is the name of the dragon in that series. Yes. So yeah. Yes. I love How to Train Your Dragon. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time. That's great. Love it. Um, so how how has like work stuff been going? Work schmirk. It's been it's been good yeah. this past week. My men, my me- mentor work was back from company travels, so that was a relief. Felt a little bit lost without him. That's good. Well, it makes it makes it sound like we're in a relationship. <laughs> I felt a little bit lost work wise without him. Yeah, I always, I, I basically, I've always like my my the person that does the same job as me at work. There's there's three of us technically, but I haven't met the third one as I've said. But um, the other one, like I always like refer to her as like my partner. But I realize mm. like it makes her sound like she's like I, that's why I always say like well my work partner yeah. because she, she is like my partner in crime. It's great. Um, and I don't think I would be able to do this job without her. Okay, I just want you guys to know that I undid my crocheting because I made a mistake mm-hmm. and then I made the same mistake a second time. So I'm going to have to undo it again. It's okay. So this is a low stakes second mistake situation. Yeah. Crocheting is really easy. It's like if you make a mistake, you don't have to like knit backwards or whatever. You just like pull the string and it just like unravels itself. So as long as it's not like super far back, like the, it's, it's not that big of a deal to fix it. Good. I love crochet. Very easy. That's great. Have you been playing any video games? I have. Um, I beat. Where's my beat? <laughs> Resident Evil Four. Oh no, that's my leak. No. Whoops. Ow. I don't know. My beat is somewhere down here. Oh, I found it. I, I beat. Um. Uh, True Colors. Um, Life, Life is, is strange. strange. True Colors. All right. Yep. Yep, so I beat that. Um, I played that and beat it in like two days or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was pretty good. Um, I started before the storm. It is potentially part of the reason why I've been so sick. The game makes me wildly motion sick, like to the point where I'm like almost ready to not have contents in my stomach. And oh, no. I don't understand what makes me so motion sick about that game, but like I've basically been listening to the dialogue and I try to only look at the screen like when I have to make a dialogue choice. (laughs) So I'm like almost playing the game like a podcast because it's like making me so violently motion sick. Um, So that might be part of the problem because I was playing it Friday and yesterday. So might be it, but um, so that's what I've been playing. Um, I haven't really played anything else besides those two games. Um, I have not gotten any further in Resident Evil. After Before the Storm, I'm probably going to play Life is Strange 2, and then I'll probably do Resident Evil 4, and then I'll probably do... Ooh, I don't know. I don't want to plan that far out. We'll see if I play 2 or not, but... Tears yeah. the Kingdom in four weeks-ish. Yeah. Oh, I have been actually playing um, Breath of the Wild. Oh, I did there we start go. it over because um, I got the new controllers in, but I haven't been playing it a lot. I usually play it during my lunch at work. Okay. Play, like, oh, you got the Joy Cons in or what new controllers? Mm-hmm. 
Oh wait, yeah, the, the so Hori, whatever. Yeah. How is that? It's been so cozy, That's so great. comfortable. I very much am enjoying it. I got like the carrying case to go with it that matches. Um, it's on my bed, or I'd show you. But yeah, it's it's been great. Um, I really enjoy bringing it to work and just sitting and playing. Um, I've been like watching The Office while playing. So. That's great. All good things. What have you been playing? I played a little Nothing. bit of Ghost of Tsushima yesterday. Uh, uh, Kevin, I'm putting I'm so proud of you. <laughs> putting a plate down the back burner. Sorry, until I finished Ghost, I made that decision. And I, I played Ghost of Tsushima just before I went to go see John Wick Four, and I think that was a good decision. A lot of inspiration from samurai films that movie has that series has. I've not seen any John Wicks yet. Well, you're not a big action movie person, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. It is. Uh, if you're in it for the plot, it is not. It probably isn't your cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> there is much plot to John John Wick other than his dog is killed, and he cares very deeply about that. And that's really the premise for his killing spree through the entire franchise. Then there's four of these now. Yes, they really messed up when they killed his dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, I have to tell you, I'm really excited about next weekend. So the next time we record, it will be right split in the middle of like me having like a Radwimps weekend. Um, and for those who don't know, Radwimps is a really popular Japanese um like J-pop band. They are oh. fantastic. They did the soundtrack for if you've seen Your Name or um weathering with you they did the soundtrack for both of those films um they did the soundtrack for the third film in that like film series it's called suzume um and it is attached to the universe of the other two so suzume comes out in theaters in america finally this next weekend so i'm watching it saturday after work and then sunday night um i'm going to the radwimps concert (laughs) wow i'm very excited so (laughs) that's awesome yeah I'm, I'm yeah like i said I'm, I'm very very um excited about going to the concert and right after like seeing the film and stuff so when i talk to you guys next i will be right after the film before the concert it's gonna be good that's great i actually wanted to see a concert of mastodon mastodon and gojira are some of my two favorite metal bands they're touring mm-hmm. together but they're not coming to my city they're coming like three oh, hours no. away Oh, you like, should go. Just get like an Airbnb for one night. Uh, I guess I could. You could probably find an Airbnb for like, like fifty bucks. Seventy they're gonna, bucks. They're coming in. Two no, one, one and a half weeks. Yeah, just go. All right. I mean, you don't have to, but I would. I probably just won't. I really would wish they would have just come up here i don't know why i'm surprised that they didn't yeah i am too especially considering the other city they went to is a lot smaller than this than where i live and i'm like why why guys they're also like going to like a 100 a city with a hundred thousand people that's like an hour and a half from where i grew up and i'm like you're going there but not to where i am that has over a million folks i don't get it man like oh man it's okay yeah okay that's how i feel about where i am like in the bay area i feel like when people don't come to the bay area during a tour i'm like where are you going like if you're not coming to the bay area like oh well i don't know yeah 
because the bay's in nor northern NorCal. It's, it's technically Cal. it's technically Northern California because there is no Central California. Yeah, but it definitely looks like it's in the middle of the map. So, so you would think, yeah, if you go and just go north from LA, and then hit it. Then San Diego is south of LA, right? Um, yes, it is. San Diego is like the bottom almost of California. Gotcha. All right. Well, that was it's very stuff. far. I don't think people realize, like, especially when people are not from the U.S., like how big. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't understand how big you know? the U.S. is, let alone California geographically. What's I, I feel or, like or it also works the other way too, right? Because like yeah. I don't understand how small like other countries are. So like yeah. you can get halfway across Japan in like six, seven hours on a train. Really? Versus like here, I could get to like halfway down California. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's like six hour drive would be like LA ish. Mm. Depending yeah. on traffic. <laughs> The that must be like I don't know which I don't know which I would prefer. I mean I'm not talking about policy or anything, I'm just talking about geography. Would I rather things be really close together or would I rather things be spread apart? Probably I'd okay. like them to be closer together, but because Yeah, because then you get more like culture, right? Especially like if you're going somewhere like Europe or something like that. Cause then you can yeah. just like go those other countries are like all right there, right? And they're all a bunch of different like cultures and stuff. So You'd get more experience. You'd get a bunch of different kinds of architecture. It's also like, like has a lot of history. Um, and but you hate history. I like really old history. Actually, that's not fair. I like mythology. Mm, okay. <laughs> I like stories. Um, so I really, I really love mythology. There's a really good. There's a book that was recommended to me about Norse mythology. Yeah, it's probably Neil Gaiman's book. Yeah, that's it. Oh, you read it? No. I, well, partially. I was listening to it. I think I listened to about half of it um, leading up to playing God of War. Roman Gander's my homie. He's a cat. It's a cat. Sure. Does sure, Roman yeah. Gander have a gender? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm going to categorize Roman Gander as part cat. I agree. <laughs> it feels like um, kind of like Toothless. You know what I mean? Although Toothless mm. was literally animated after the, like, like, one of the animator's cats. So. Oh, really? Yeah. No, Toothless was literally animated after, like, a cat. <laughs> so I looks okay. like a cat so much. That's funny. Yeah. They still make How to Train Your Dragon films? Or are they done? Um, They are making, so they have, like, TV shows and stuff. They're also making a park. Um. Mm. So I imagine that they'll probably make because I think there's like three films and then there's like a bunch of TV shows. No so, kidding. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. I guess we should probably get into the news from this last week in PlayStation. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. All right. So first up. PlayStation might be revealing a new handheld soon. According to Tom Henderson and Jeff Grub, formerly Grub. No, his name's Grub. 
So Tom Henderson from Insider Gaming initially reported there's some um, kind of new hardware from Sony coming imminently, sooner than even the rumored PS5 Pro, I think, which he also leaked <laughs> recently. Um, he said, quote, there's also another piece of Sony hardware that will be released before the PS5 Pro that I'm likely to talk about very soon. There's more hardware coming from Sony than what has been reported on. He later reiterated um, on Twitter that it wasn't an April Fool's joke because apparently he also released it on April 1st. Um, Dude, so, yeah. I hate Okay, I love April Fools like pranks especially if they're like lighthearted pranks. Pranks can go too far too quick. But man, being on the internet on April 1st is a nightmare. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to think what good April Fools joke on the internet got me. It was There are a bunch of animes oh. that are like we're finally getting season 2 and I was like, "Oh my god, yes." And then it yeah. wasn't real. Oh, it wasn't um this April Fools, but last year, two years ago, someone got me really good on Bloodborne 2 or Bloodborne 60 FPS. I forget which one it was. I think it was Bloodborne 2. And Metroid Prime Trilogy Remaster. Yeah, Brand see, I tried to stay off the internet on the first yeah. and the second because it keeps, like, because of the way that, like, feeds work, you get it for a few days after as well. Right. It's the worst. Yeah. Also, um, in regards to this story, Jeff Grubb uh, followed up on this, saying that um, this device could be, quote, a cloud streaming handheld, according to Jeff. Ew. Um, Jeff said he heard about um, such a device like this and then advised fans to, quote, definitely scope down those expectations. Instead of a PS Vita 2, this is said to be a handheld based around streaming games to let you play them on the go. So... Yeah, that's what's going on. We don't know really much else at all. Mm, sounds not good if it's going to be a it's, streaming thing. Yeah, if it's 100 bucks and it's streaming and cloud streaming, eh, okay. But knowing it's Sony, it's not going to be 100 bucks. It'll be at least 250 if not more. Or it should be like 500 No. PSVR 2 <laughs> is five 600 and that's hemorrhaging money. So yeah. that was 500 Oh, man. No, no, no. It would have to be a lot. It would have to be. Steam Deck is. 400. Mm-hmm. Are you... What I might be interested in, though, is, like, remote playing games from my PlayStation. Like, not streaming over the internet, but streaming locally from my console to that handheld. I might be interested in. But um, I feel like I could probably also already do that on some device that exists using, I don't know, remote play somehow. Yeah, I don't think I really... Like, I, I mean, to be fair, I, like, basically live out of, like, my bedroom and so like my playstation's right here my bed's right there like i don't have to go anywhere um so i don't know like i guess i'm just like not that worried about it but i don't know maybe it'll be something really cool really crazy we'll be like holy cow this was this is the next best thing nah. I, i'm just trying to be optimistic Nah. I, mean, I have a feeling the, it's going to be poo-poo. The Logitech released their G Cloud. Um, I don't know if you remember that. They released their own little cloud streaming device that could also do, I think, some local local play. And yeah. that did not come up to a resounding success. I think it was... How much did it cost? Logitech G Cloud. Oh, wait. It was 350 no, it's 300. 
No, 300 to 350. Oof. I mean, the thing is, is that like Nintendo has the handheld community in like a chokehold. You know what I mean? And those who aren't on the Switch already have a Steam Deck. So the people no. that need like have their handheld, like that want to play handheld already have everything they need. So I just don't think that PlayStation really has like an audience or market for this anymore. Like they dropped the Vita and it's like now too late. You know what I mean? Like they dropped out of the market. Yeah. So. Also, well, with the Steam Deck, in the context of the broad market, I'm going to say no one owns a Steam Deck. Um. Well, Everyone we know several people that own the Steam Deck. I know. But like outside of our enthusiast gamer circle, like mom and pop walking around Target, you know? Yeah, like, I don't think there are kids would. You know, like, my point is, it's not a mainstream device like the Switch is. No, it's not. But it's also like that's what I'm saying. It's like ninety percent Switch and then ten percent Steam oh, Deck, and there's no like percentage. Per, there's no percentage Switch. left for. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just think the Switch's dominance is like ninety nine and a half percent. Maybe, but I mean, still, there's also going to be a lot of those people that own both. So. Yeah, there's some. I mean, does anyone in our server, our community, own Steam Deck? Hopple? No. Um, my brother does, I think, or oh, maybe he got the Logitech does. one. I can't remember which one my brother got. My brother has a handheld, and I feel like Kevin was talking about buying one. I can't remember if he did or didn't, but when was he talking about this recently? Like uh, yeah. a week or two ago? Yeah, because I think it went on sale. Oh. Like spring sale. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I just I don't play my PC enough as it is. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I kind of stopped playing my PC as well because. Like, why don't I just sell my GPU and get it? That, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna ask me to sell you my GPU again, and I was like, Taylor, I said no. No, oh, I'm not. <laughs> not doing that. Um. Yeah, I just haven't been playing much League of Legends or. Um, Final Fantasy 14, and those are basically the only two games that I play on PC. So, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, oh well. Oh well. Oh well. We'll see indeed. how this turns out. If it's under. What if they give you Bloodborne 60 FPS, but it's only on this handheld device? No. No. <laughs> I'm not playing Bloodborne in a handheld. Okay. Okay. With those like switch with like switch Joy-Con type controls. Uh-uh. <laughs> those sticks, the, the, the like those sticks the travel is like so tiny. Dude, don't get me started on the Joy-Cons. Anyways. Um, okay, are we ready for this next one? Oh yeah. Okay, PlayStation will reportedly hold a showcase ahead of Summer Game Fest. Um, Xbox and Ubisoft are also planning to hold showcases during the previous E3 window. Rest in peace. Um, Sony Interactive Inter Entertainment will be reportedly holding a PlayStation showcase ahead of the summer's planned video game events. Um, this is according to Giant Bomb journalist Jeff Grubb, who has regularly reported on planned summer events ahead of their announcement in the past. Um, according to Grubb, a PlayStation showcase will be held Sometime before the Summer Game Fest event on June 8th, um, the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase on June 11th, and the Ubisoft Forward on June 12th. 
the report follows this week's confirmation of that the planned return of physical E3 events has been canceled due to the lack of support. Um, that's about it. So, yeah, sometime before June 8th, we can look forward to a PlayStation showcase. Um, I just want to, like, throw this out there because I'm manifesting. I think we're going to hear about, um, I think we're going to hear about The Last of Us multiplayer game. It's not coming out this year or Fantasy is screwed. No, it's not. Oh, wait, I haven't checked Fantasy today. I'm sorry, you guys. No, don't do that. No, don't check fa fantasy advanced wars and pikmin are going to put us so far in the hole for pikmin no, i just I, I look to see if anybody's picked anything up that's oh, what i care about all right, all right i don't look at the point well i mean i do look at the points because i'm on there but i'm not like what are our points you know it's more just like has anybody picked anything up and who has games coming out next we've got two games three Two games coming out this month, and X-Talk has two games coming out this month. So, I guess we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. We'll see how the cookie crumbles. But, like, if a cookie's crumbling, I think you failed as a cookie. That's not true. Have you ever had crumble? The bread, Like, there's, like, a, a chain of restaurants, or I guess like, cookies. I've had crumble cookie, yeah. I think they're yeah. overpriced for what they offer. <gasps> You take that pack, sir. <laughs> I actually never had one. It just looks overpriced. Oh my god, they're so good. They're so so good. It's like 30 bucks for like four cookies. That's not accurate pricing, but they are expensive. It's like five dollars a cookie-ish. They're good. I'll get one. I'll get I'll get some for my birthday. You'll probably like I'm telling you, if we end up living anywhere near each other, I get treats all the time. You'll have no hope. Uh-oh. I always like I love going to like new pastry shops and finding a bunch of like random pastries and <sighs> someone brought donuts to work and I had Boston cream. Uh, oh yeah. I'm telling you, tiramisu donuts. Tira that 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 exists? It exists and it's one of the best things I've oh ever Oh my had. god. I love is, it. Is there like one shop or is this like a thing? Um, it's the place I had it is called Paris Baguette, and they are a chain, so there might be one in your area. I don't know. Um, but uh, Paris Baguette is like they do French um desserts, but it's like Asian owned. Um, so they're fantastic, like so fantastic. Like they're like I every year that I've been here, I think I've gotten a cake from them for my birthday. Um, that's I usually like this last year I did the matcha strawberry chiffon cake. The year before I just did this regular strawberry chiffon cake. We get the blueberry chiffon cake a lot. It's really good. Anyways, sometimes they have a tiramisu donut. Oh, yeah. Give me that. Give me. I also get a lot of, of milk tea and boba, so. Understandable. All right. Next up in the news, I wanted to include this because I like putting fighting games in the spotlight when there's news around them. And, yeah, the news about Tekken 8. Tekken 8 has cross-plan rollback on PS5, or it should be, according to a recent interview with uh, the game's director, Harada. Um, I actually forgot Harada's first name. That's that's embarrassing. Oh, well, Harada. Oh, yeah, Katsuhiro Harada. So he spent time on Twitter replying to fans' questions about Tekken 8. The main takeaways 
um, include that there will be cross-play and rollback netcode, like I said. There's a little skepticism about the about the rollback netcode um, because Tekken 7s said it had, quote, rollback netcode, but it was really badly implemented. So it's like saying, it's like saying, oh, we have gourmet cookies, gourmet cookies at home. And your gourmet cookies at home are like Toll House. Not to say, Toll House isn't bad. Not to say they're not bad. Yeah, but I was about it's to say, it's, it's not bad. Than a gourmet cookie. But all cookies are good cookies. I'm of that belief. Anyway, quote, when the previous generation's consoles were released, released, I'd al already proposed crossplay between the two platform holders, Hirata said. However, at that time, there were odds, they were at odds with each other over their mutual interests and repeatedly refused. End quote. Obviously, crossplay is a lot more common these days and supported by most major franchises, so it makes sense for Tekken 8 to add the feature. Well, subject of rollback, Harada said that the game, quote, has what you want. And he continued to say, the reason why we didn't um, we don't make big announcements like crossplay is because even if we make big announcements, people like you will only say things like, wow, that's normal in this day and age. So shut up and sit the hell down. Was that a Mario and reference? Waluigi, Waluigi. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounded like, honestly. <laughs> Harada's a character and he's kind of an asshole, but that's Harada. So Tekken 8 looks good. I really hope it has proper rollback and crossplay, like like we've seen as an increasing trend of fighting games recently. Are you aware of rollback? No. So not at all. This is so out of my realm of expertise. Okay. It's like so mo a lot of fighting games, like Smash, for example, Smash Ultimate Online, are built on what's called delay-based netcode, where if one of you lags, okay, let's say you lag a few frames, mm -hmm. the, then the game will delay me from inputting anything until that, that delay is caught up. So it's basically, if your connection is bad, it'll slow down my game too. If your connection okay. is a few games off, it'll make me a few, a few frames off as the opponent as well. Even though I don't have your share your mutual bad connection, but it delays it to match us up, so no one has you know quote unquote an advantage. That's good. I kind of like that. Well, you think you might like it, but then it ends up someone just doesn't is only playing on Wi-Fi, not wired in. There can be games where you're moving like a PowerPoint slideshow. Oh, because someone is just internet's that bad. Yeah, I mean that does suck, but it's yeah. also like I I get that it like makes it like more fair. You know what I mean? Not, yeah, not really. <laughs> I don't know. I think that, like, well, to be fair, I don't really like fighting games, so I don't know what, so what I'm what, saying. But... What a rollback does is, I believe, someone correct me if I'm wrong, Corey Gaming on YouTube has a great video about this. So what a rollback does is, let's say you get delayed two frames, but you have rollback netcode instead. It'll roll back your frames to the last input the game registered. So like, almost like if it just is a quick transition, almost like a jump cut in a video, but it's on a frame on a frame by frame basis. So if your connection's really bad and you have rollback, everyone's teleporting all over the place. <laughs> um, but if your connections are decent or at least good, 
um, the the quote unquote the, the desynchronization of fighting is far less pronounced and almost unnoticeable. So rollback is almost always better, but there are a few instances like with Tekken 7 or Street Fighter 5 where I'm not sure if Street Fighter 5 was considered to I think it was considered rollback, but Street Fighter 5 and Tekken 7's rollback was not good by most accounts. Um, whereas games like Killer Instinct, Guilty Gear Strive, um, Skullgirls, um, Blaze Blue. Isn't it Blaze Blue? Blaze Blue, sorry, yeah. Blaze Blue. Okay. A lot of other modern fighting games recently brought them in. Dragon Ball Fighters recently introduced it in an update. So yeah. it's becoming more and more frequent. Mortal Kombat 11 has rollback netcode. Um, I wish yeah. I liked fighting games more. People really love them, but I just like, it's just not my cup of tea, unfortunately. I'm not good at them, but I love appreciating them. Well, I love Smash, Smash counts, but... I did love Digimon Rumble Arena, too. There you go. When it comes to traditional fighting games, I'm not really good at them, but I love following them. And I like watching like matches like Evo and other tournaments. Mm, I lo- The only professional... Um, like League. I guess esport I follow League. is League of Legends, yeah. yeah. And I only watch Worlds. I don't really watch any of the other tournaments. But mm-hmm. man, Worlds this last year was insane. It's okay. It was crazy. But... <laughs> All good. Uh, the last thing I'll say is there's a fighting game player named Sonic Fox, who is like some people call the Michael Jordan of fighting games, because mm-hmm. they have one. Um, in so many different fighting games and shown expertise in so many different ones where it's like what everyone's like what can't they do yeah that sounds like um my god why am i not remembering his name daigo faker, faker. who is faker, faker is he's he's a professional league of legends player that okay. like every time he picks up a new game he's like already at the top he's like he's just like insanely good at video games at video to the games, point yeah. where like there's not really any players better than him um, and I think that the only thing that's going to end up slowing him down is like literally age. Like, I think that that's like, unless we see somebody else like come up into the esports arena, that's like somehow better than him. Like his like reaction time is, is insane. So. Well, I don't think I'm going to make a guess that reaction time doesn't degrade with age the same way a physical athlete's condition would. No, no, it definitely doesn't. Yeah. But there i'm sure there is a point at some like at some point in your life i'm sure you start to slow down yeah also like probably not playing gonna be playing esports for 30 years just gonna make a guess yeah i don't think faker we'll see how long faker is also if you're at the top of the world and a game as well funded as league could they just like retire early like with all their winnings there's a bunch of there's a bunch of esports people that retire the other thing that you have to take in consideration is literally especially if they're even kind of known in the esports world all they have to do to retire is just open a twitch like just start twitch streaming and they're like rich like that like um there's a person that used to be a professional league player his name's cutie pie um he's like one of the most popular twitch streamers now cutie pie Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought I said PewDiePie for a second. <laughs> no, Cutie Pie. So yeah, he's he's an interesting person. He doesn't play League as much anymore, and he's like kind of really toxic, which is why I don't watch him. <laughs> toxic players, but massive online games. What toxic players in League of Legends? The game that is most known for toxic players. 
crazy. I know. I don't want. <laughs> I used to paint the game in broad strokes, like, but I'd be. I've held off a little on the critique because I know a few people who actually get miffed if you just refer to the game as toxic and they feel lumped in with folks and they're not toxic. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not toxic, but I also have oh, had really? some pretty horrendous experiences in League of Legends. I, I don't think you're not toxic. So, really? You think I'm a toxic player? Oh my god, no. you caught saying, me. <laughs> saying I don't think you're not toxic and saying you are toxic are two separate things. It, this is too much for my brain. It's too early. You know right? I'm not a morning saying person. Someone is like <laughs> not, not saying person. someone is not a bad person and saying someone is a good person are two different things. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. So, Bree, you are not not toxic. No, you're not toxic. Okay. Okay. Whatever Luna's you say. toxic. Oh, she's so fluffy. She's right there. No, she's not. You can't tell. She's, she's just sleeping. Yeah. And Toph's over there sleeping. You can't see her. She's over on the count on the futon. I was gonna check something on Steam, and now I can't remember what I was going to check. So I I just opened it for no reason at this point. I'll just leave it open since it's already open. But all right. Oh my god. Okay. Next story. Naughty Dog is prioritizing The Last of Us PC fixes over Steam Deck compatibility. Yeah, they better. Who cares about Steam Deck oh. when the PC market exists? Here's my thing. Before we get into this, have you seen any videos of the glitches that are happening? I saw a glitch where it looked like Joel was doing blackface. Is this true? Or like... Uh it was like it was like a picture of Joel's face. The shaders, and, and it was yeah. Just there's like, been a lot of issues with shaders. Like there yeah. was this one video I saw that like the there was like a wall of just like rainbow broken graphics, like it was crazy. And the and there was they basically had to rebuild the shaders on their game, and it took them like over an hour. Okay, so to like probably, have the game like reload the shaders. That's probably like, what it was. Like Joel's face just went like, like Luna when like. Luna pitch black. Like and, I'm Luna. Like, and I'm like, but like his eyes were still there. And I'm like, Naughty Dog, what the hell are you doing to your game? Yeah. And this is, this, this like, is uh, not a good look. People posing everywhere and like kind of like glitching through the world. Like it's, it's so wild. Like really hilarious. Like watching, I'm sure it's so frustrating experiencing it. But yeah. Yeah. And I heard also people saying that their CP, like even though we talked about phys fixes last week, like their mm -hmm. CPU utilization for the game is rearing a hundred percent, and their computer just like starts crack. Their computer can't function because the game is taking such heavy load. These I, I truly just don't know how to overclock. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I truly don't understand to this day how like badly optimized a game can be, such that it's so over uses your computer's resources. When the machine of lesser power, like the PlayStation Five, just just does it. Like, I mean, I know there's there must be a discrete and obvious reason once you start getting in the weeds, but just from a high level point of view, it's just still crazy to me. Yeah, no, I this is wild to me. Like that like, this even got released. They outsourced but... it to Iron Galaxy. The last Iron Galaxy was responsible for the Arcanite PC port. That PC port's one of the worst PC ports in the history of like recent PC gaming. Yeah, this might be very close. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's that close, but it's maybe it's pretty bad. bad. But anyways, yeah. okay. So for this news story, basically Naughty Dog has just said that it's prioritizing fixes for the PC version of The Last of Us over any plans to get it running better on Steam Deck. 
Um, a new Twitter thread from the official Naughty Dog account reads, a reminder that we will have a, a new hotfix live for The Last of Us Part 1 on PC tomorrow, Tuesday, and a patch on Friday, so this last Tuesday and Friday. Um, we will share patch notes when hotfix is live and let you know um, some of what is to be expected on Friday's patch ahead of its launch. It then adds, and while we know many of you would like to play Last of Us Part 1 on Steam Deck, we are prioritizing fixes and patches before submitting it for verification. We'll keep you updated on its Steam Deck status as we continue to improve the PC version. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, there's nothing really else here, but it's just so awkward. So awkward, yeah. you know? Oh, well. Yeah. For right. now, it's just funny videos. It sucks for the people that are not having a great time yeah. especially with the game as wonderful as the last of us i should go scour youtube for someone who has a good comedic compilation of last of us part one pc glitches okay. yeah like could. peak entertainment peak bugginess where it doesn't disrupt your exp gaming experience in my opinion is like a lot of bethesda so i have i have somewhere in my phone it wouldn't take me very long to find but Somewhere on my phone, I have the videos of the glitches that um, we had when we were doing our Machinima project. Um, and there are literally some of the funniest glitches where it's just like you don't know what's going on with the character. Like the character model just like breaks and like pulls apart and like twists. And you're like, okay, I think they might be possessed by a demon. It's so funny. I'll have to show you guys on like a post show one time. Um, we have some pretty funny videos and photos of when we were trying to fix our our machinima that's good yeah i loved it yeah nice all next. right awesome next so god of war ragnarok has new game plus and it's out right now so some of the things included is there's I new armor can. you can wield a new cool weapon right from the start and I won't say what it is because there might be people listening it's, still haven't played the game. To clarify, it's a weapon you get at the end of the game. You can now start the game yeah. with this weapon. Oh, man. Kratos looks so buff. I want to be Kratos. I know, right? I mean, I'll just be Kratos. All right, I'm going to shut up. I um, want him to carry me. <laughs> I, want to carry, I want him to carry me like a tree trunk in the first game. All right. Yeah. You want to climb him like a tree trunk? Can we? What? All right. Oh, you nope. want? <laughs> I said Carry. Anyway, there's new armor, a new level cap, enchantments, and more in New Game Plus. Oh, like, there's a set called Armor of the Black Bear, Spartan Armor, which, oh, Spartan Armor is where he's shirtless. Oh, baby. Or, like, not sure, like, he is shirtless, but, like, where he has no uh, top piece. His torso was just exposed. And I'm like, oh, oh, baby. Man, as much as I want to play this game again, as much as I love this game, I think platinuming the game was, like, enough. Oh, there's Ares armor. There's Zeus's armor. A new sh new Spartan shield. New armor appearances. Remixing their 13 existing armors to new color combos. And the new level cap. Both Kratos and his enemies will get more powerful. You can convert all your level 9 equipment into plus versions. That will provide additional progression. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you heard that. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's back. She's back better than ever. Ah. <laughs> uh. And some, where'd she go? Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, <laughs> hi, Mark. <laughs> some, enchant some enchantments. We have gilded coins, berserker soul drops with stat boosts, 
and then burdens with a new set of enhancements that will allow you to equip negative perks for a tailor-made challenge. Why would you? Okay. Okay, I guess. A new progression paths, um, new skill mod plus where you can upgrade your existing skill mod tokens using XP to further enhance your favorite mods. Platinum tier labors. Additional scat gains from scat. Stat. <laughs> not, not, bear, not bear poop. <laughs> Stat gains from um, Nornir chests. Um, and the Yggdrasil do to allow players to push stats far beyond their limits. A larger Niflheim arena. And you can, like, can either play said. as... Huh? <laughs> I said what Toph said. <laughs> she is helping you. You can play either... Story. <laughs> right. Kratos or Atreus. Or choose any of the following characters to fight alongside you. Such as Atreus, if you're not playing as him. Freya, Brock, Sindri, Angraboda, Ingrid, Thor, and Thrud. So a lot of different companion combinations. Ow, ow, ow. Okay. She was biting my hand. It's okay. Uh, new endgame bosses. And other enemy adjustments like new movesets for some enemies. And, oh, black and white render mode. After you beat the game once, you'll have access to new black and white render mode for any subsequent NG plus or standard new game saves. Okay. Sure. You can find oh, the new wow. mode under okay. graphics and camera <laughs> settings menu. And you can skip cinematics. I guess that wasn't originally there. Okay. But cool. And it's free. Toph is a fan. I don't blame her. Um, yeah. I think that's all good things. I don't really have anything to say about that news story. But cool. You know? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. On that note, <laughs> accessibility tags roll out this week on PlayStation Store on the PS5 console. Um, this helps you discover games with accessibility features that suit your gameplay needs. Um, this comes from Hideaki Nishino, which is the senior vice president of platform experience at Sony Interactive Entertainment. As we strive to make gaming more accessible for all players. So cute. Um, as we strive to make gaming more accessible for all players, today we're excited to announce that accessibility tags are rolling out globally this week on PlayStation Store on the PS5 console. Accessibility tags allow game developers to provide detailed insight on accessibility features supported in their games. As you browse various game hubs on PlayStation Store, game hubs on PS5, you'll see a list of accessibility features by pressing the triangle button. Um, if the game you select supports accessibility tags. These can range from visual and audio accessibility settings to dual sense controller options, difficulty settings, and online communication features like chat uh, transcription. Accessibility tags will be available for your PS4 and PS4, or sorry, PS5 and PS4 games on PlayStation Store on PS5. If both PS5 and PS4 platform versions are available, you can compare accessibility tags through a drop-down menu. Um, with accessibility tags, you'll be able to easily see if the game you want to play features the accessibility options you're looking for. Here's a sample of the more than 50 accessibility tags available for game developers to choose from across six categories. Uh, visual accessibility features such as clear text, large text, color alternatives, audio cues, and directional audio indicators. Audio features such as volume control, mono audio, screen reader, and visual cue alternatives. Um, subtitle and caption options, including subtitle size, clear caption, and large captions. Um, game control options, including button remapping, thumbstick sensitivity, and ability to play without button holds, rapid button presses, or motion control. 
Um, gameplay options such as difficulty settings, skippable puzzles, simplified quick time events, and game speed, and online communication options such as text or voice chat transcription and ping communication. There we go. Um, let's see. At launch, a variety of games such as Days Gone, Death Stranding, Director's Cut, Ghost of Tsushima, Director's Cut, God of War, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Spider-Man, uh, Remastered, Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Returnal will support the accessibility tags. So, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I think this is, yeah, it's it says, like, this is the latest step in the journal journey to make games more accessible alongside um, Project Leonardo. That's what I was just thinking about. But nice. Yeah, I genuinely love to see this. Um. I will most likely be using this for motion sick stuff. <laughs> um, having that motion sickness setting and being able to turn down like the way cameras move is like motion blur, um, camera shake. Luna, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Luna made a weird noise. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really glad that we have this. I think it's really helpful. Um, and yeah, just a cool thing. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Good, good to have it at the accessibility stuff, make it easily accessible at the store. Uh, for motion blur, I had to turn off motion blur in Doom 2016, so I get you for motion sickness. I was getting nauseous. It's the only game I played where I got nauseous, and I'm like, what is, why, why am I getting nauseous? Motion sick is one of, like, the worst kinds of, like, like, the way that it makes you, like, well, the way that it makes me feel is awful. I really don't like it. Um, I also think that I just don't, like, I'm, I'm very much... I don't know if you remember like the puke three since 93. That's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I refuse. So motion sickness stuff helps me a lot. Um, okay. Next one. Yeah. All right. So yeah, closer look at the, if I'm pronouncing this right, Quen. I don't know if it's Ken or Quen. I'm going to say Quen. At the Quen tribe in um, Horizon Forbidding West. Forbidding, forbidden West burning shores. So, right, the team at Gorilla. Um, ow, ow. We're both distracted by cats. <laughs> yeah, dives deep on the seafaring Quen tribe at the heart of the burning shores with leader Annie Katane. This is an article from the PlayStation blog with Annie Katane, who's, like I said, the lead writer for, for this DLC. Oh, and this article contains some spoilers for the Forbidden West and its storyline. The synopsis is it takes Aloy to the ruins of, sorry, Burning Shores takes Aloy to the ruins of LA. And um, the past millennia has seen the metropolis wrecked by tectonic and volcanic activity. And as a result, a dangerous um, archipelago is populated by deadly machines. Among these islands, there's a large settlement of Quen, um, some native folks to that, to a specific island who fight to survive. And Moving further into it, um, Quen Homeland has suffered from environmental collapse over the last 20 years. And desperate to find a solution, Quen came to believe that data from the ancient tech hub of San Francisco might be the key to saving their lands. Uh, but unfortunately, that expedition faced many hardships. Um, and so it's Aloy's uh, opportunity and mission to try to help them out um, at the burning shores. And Aloy is accompanied by a new companion from the Quen uh, tribe. Is it me? No, her name is, uh, I think, Seika. We are excited to introduce Seika. She's an ambitious Marine who stepped up to help her people survive. As a new companion for the DLC, Aloy will spend a lot of her time throughout the story and rely on her help in many situations. 
a position she doesn't often find herself in. Confident, compassionate, and fierce, Seika is quite unlike anyone Aloy has ever encountered, and she plays an important role in the next chapter of Aloy's journey. And Burning Shores will be available April 19th. Yeah, this will be part of it. Cool. Yeah, we have that in fantasy. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, hi, oh yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. I would love naming a cat or a dog Mark. Like, I yeah. feel like... I actually... I feel like Kevin is a really good pet name, too. But... I know a Kevin now, so it would just be weird now. <laughs> we named our dog... Growing up, our dog was named Bob, so... I have a name that I want to name my next... If I get a a boy cat i think i have a name that in set in place so we'll see will you reveal it um no i don't think anybody i trust i trust the audience not to steal the name right don't have to say it actually to be fair i would only be upset if somebody i actually knew stole the name somebody else steals the name i don't care okay um so in um this tv show called infinity train um, I think it's season two. Um, there is a character called Alan Dracula. Um, and I would, I think that I would like to call, if I get a, a boy cat, like, I think that that would, is what I would name the cat. Mm -hmm. Just one, I think that like human names for pets are like super funny. And two, that's like that. I love that character. And three, it's just like a funny name. Cause like the cat's name, I would probably just call it Alan. Right. So you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with Alan tonight. <laughs> right. But the cast name would technically be Alan Dracula. So. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Is it I love Alan Dracula in the show. He's so funny. That's great. I love it. It's a deer. But I have a bunch of names. Like, I think that naming, like, if I got two cats, like, naming them Kuro and Kenma, for people that, if you know, you know. <laughs> I, I love know. those names. Um, I love the Gigi, like, obviously, from, like, Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, yeah, of course. You haven't seen Kiki's Delivery Service? Brief. Have you seen any Ghibli films? I saw Spirited Away. Oh, see, that would be another one. Chihiro is a really cute name. Uh -huh. I actually knew somebody that was named Chihiro. And she was named after the movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, next story. Um, Konami has opened a new studio in Osaka. Osaka, United States. No, Osaka, Japan. I've, I've been there. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, everyone there. <laughs> um, Konami Osaka Studios is located at the Osaka Umeda Twin Towers South Business Center and will follow the mantra, quote, creators first, according to Konami. The company says the new studio is, quote, char uh, characterized by a well-developed environment where creators can demonstrate their full potential and set up in a location with convenient transportation access. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to stop right there. Anywhere in Japan is convenient transportation access compared to the U.S. Like, it's insane. Night and day difference. Um, anyways, um, it adds, as the major production, or production center in Western Japan, the facility is fully equipped with motion capture equipment um, and sound studios necessary for product development. 
Konami celebrated its 50th anniversary last month and says Osaka Studio is designed to help the company continue sustainable growth in the next 50 years. Um, as well as its newly opened Osaka Studio, construction work is also underway on Konami's new next generation R&D center in Tokyo. Um, Konami Creative Front Tokyo Bay, which is set to be completed in 2025. Um, as part of its New Year greeting, Konami made references to new games for well-known series, likely referencing the roster of Silent Hill games and Castlevania collaboration announced last year. So, it's also said it's planning to make a new announcement regular, uh, or sorry, new announcement regarding projects deeply and quietly underway behind the scenes. Why is that so sexual? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I wouldn't call that sexual, Brie. Something deeply on your mind? Deeply and quietly. What? Oh my god. What? You're just wrong. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You can be wrong. But yeah, I'm very excited about this. I think it's fun. I think that working at Konami Watch what you say. Might be fun. Uh, their history with Hideo is like Yeah, that's so, why I said might. So tainted. <laughs> I very much That's why I paused heavily and said might <laughs> like metal gear survived that was like the worst maybe somewhere it seems like they're they've made some good moves over the past few years with castlevania silent hill they're making moves making plays. metal gear solid might be coming back like i don't know if I've maybe ever played someone in there finally no i'm sure i've played a konami game i'm gonna look up a list of konami games you surely have konami sure. games let me see i've kind of played like i've owned castlevania at one point but i never really like fully played it and i don't really remember you know what i mean like okay let's see um oh wait is this them i've played astro invader what the hell is that it's a really old game um from 1979 on the what 79 the atari <laughs> um i don't know what it was released on i think it's probably an arcade game yeah it's an arcade game okay um i don't think that counts oh frogger is... wait can i made frogger i guess so i've played frogger who hasn't played frogger i, mean, um, I played okay. contra i played castlevania i'm all into classic konami i have played cubert i didn't realize that that was konami as well hmm um, that's another one. I played like the actual arcade cabinet on that one. Um, I have played Galactic Warriors. Okay. Um, another arcade cabinet, I believe. Oh wait, no, I haven't played this one. I might be thinking of a different one. Okay, let's see. Um, man, these are they've been around for I mean, obviously 50 years, but like all right, I'm just gonna skip ahead um and ignore these old ones. They have a Yu-Gi-Oh! trading game from 1996. That was the year I was born. Dance Dance Revolution. I didn't realize that was them either. They made GDR. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. I played so much Dance Dance Revolution. It's not funny. I, um, I wasn't laughing. I love Dance Dance Revolution. In case anybody was wondering, um, you, playing you, it in the arcade is like a way better experience than at home. I know people lean on the rails, and they just lean like back the on little. The rails. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this crazy yeah. dude. Um, I don't see anything. I'm like scrolling through here. I don't see anything. I mean, I haven't played any Silent Hill games. That's probably one of their most well-known franchises. Um, I have played 
maybe an hour of Castlevania altogether. If you're gonna play Castlevania game, I think you like. Have you played Hollow Knight and you like it? I love Hollow Knight. Oh, yeah, like I might get a Hollow Knight tattoo. One of the tattoo artists I followed just posted a flash design of a Hollow Knight tattoo, and I'm like, do I? Yeah. Want? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You should probably play Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Babe remasters on PS4, or that's not accessible on PS5. What? Yeah. Oh my god, so I'm like literally obsessed. This is like making me so happy. Ow, no, don't bite the court. Stop. I need that to Do record. It. Do it. No. Oh, they made the Winx Club game, and I have played that. That's a real deep cut. Winx? What is Winx? Um, it's an old TV show that then just got remade a few years ago, and it's the best remake I've ever seen. Ever. Like literally ever. You will never convince me that there was a better remake. Actually, no, yeah, you won't convince me there's a better remake. No kidding. All right. Yeah, the thing is, is like what they did with the remake. So the original is a kid's show. It's like a kid's cartoon called Winx Club. Um, and I watched it when I was a little kid. I loved it. It was so good. It was like about these fairies with powers or whatever. So good. Perfectly up my alley. Then they remade it. But they remade it as a live action called Fate, the Winx Saga. Okay. And they aged up the show to grow up with the people that watched it. Oh, wow. It. So it's now like it, it still has that like same feeling of like being like, like that, like, like almost cartoon show, but it, it, it's now like really serious and like people die and like it's pretty violent. Like, like they aged the show up with the people that watched the Winx Club originally. Which is like freaking genius. That's great. I love it. I okay. I okay. If you could look up, okay, I'm just gonna send it, um, in the Discord. But the list of Konami games is so long that the scroll is like this big. <laughs> yeah, you like, have no, no idea how many games they make. Maybe. No, I really don't. It's like there you go. So many games. So. <laughs> Toph's a fan. Toph is... I'm a fan of Toph. Let's say that. Oh, they made TMNT, Turtles in Time. I forgot about that. Okay, here's where I might have actually played games. Here, they fin I finally made yeah. it to the Wii. Okay. Um, They made a Ben 10 game. Did you know that? I love Ben 10. Which one? Um, They Maybe. made Ben 10 Alien Force The Rise of Hex. I played that. I played like early Ben 10. So Alien Force is when he was a teenager. That's not like original Ben 10. <laughs> okay. Look, I'm I'm a Ben I'm 10. I'm glad band, we clarified. Right? It's important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see anything else here. PlayStation would be the other one. Police knots. What is happening? Some of these game names, man. Guitar freaks. Guitar freaks. Goo goo soundy. <laughs> hmm. Oh my god. Okay, I love this so much. This is the best. Oh, they made a Prince of Tennis game. That actually doesn't surprise me. It's a really popular manga and anime. Um, yeah, I have not played anything like that's like their main franchises that I can see here. Um, I've played a bunch of like those random ones that we didn't even realize was them. Uh, 
Yeah, nothing. Well, there we go. They have made so many games, it's not even funny, you guys. Like, Yeah. They're responsible for a lot of IP. A lot of IP. Ow, 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 ow. Yep. All right, well, maybe we'll finally play a Konami game, like, for real Konami game at some point. Yeah. Bring back Metal Gear, man. New Castlevania 3D. I haven't played any Metal Gear, obviously, because I haven't played Konami games, but I don't know if I would, to be honest. I don't know. Maybe I would. Yeah. Get in trouble with my podcast co-hosts enough and they'll bully me into it. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, so cute. Okay, All last right. one. All right, last one. So sign <laughs> this is interesting. So you filed a patent that might change the temperature of your controller <laughs> while you're playing. Please. I need this. So Sony has registered, this comes to us from Anthony Wood at IGN. Sony has recently registered a patent for a controller that would ch that could change temperature as a result of player actions and gameplay. The patent, which was reported on by Xputer, describes a number of conceptual controller features that would enrich, quote, haptic experiences with the help of a soft, quote, elastically deformable sensor component. When placed, for example, on the front of a pad, the sensor would detect when the player deforms the controller by pressing, twisting, rubbing, or crushing it. That's what, all right, never mind. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> the patent right. also describes the inclusion of a temperature control apparatus that would allow it to make the accessory hotter or colder depending on player input and likely the gameplay situation. For example, the temperature control might be controlled, maybe controlled such that the larger the amount of deformation, the higher the temperature that becomes. The higher the temperature becomes, read the patent. This allows the user to feel temperature change corresponding to deformation. It also describes using magnetic fluid and electric and magnetic fields to change the shape and hardness of the soft parts of the theoretical controller. Needless to say, the controller capabilities referenced in the patent are a long way from making their way into a consumer product. However, if any of these ambitious features make their way into a future PlayStation pad, then they give players a range of immersive new control options. Yeah, so I was uh, not expecting something like this to happen. I don't know. I'm curious how they would... No one expects the banana. Like, they wouldn't... Right. I mean, they wouldn't uh, make it so like it feels like your hand's burning or something. So I'm curious when, what's a good time to make it hotter? Maybe like if they want to make you sweat in like a tense moment. I don't know. Maybe. Like make your hand sweat, make the controller warm. But like, why would you want to do that? Well, I mean, for me, I don't think I'd want to do that. But if you're like, hey, Brianna, like, we know you're a sweaty gamer. So like, we're going to cool your hands down for you. Like, yes, please. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I was muted. I was like, yeah, I guess I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested to see how they implement it if they will implement it because companies patent a lot of things. Like if they have an idea that they say, oh, this has some chance of maybe being useful, they just patent it to be safe. It's no guarantee yeah. it'll it'll be coming into a consumer product. But interesting thing to note, I thought. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really interesting. I was going to add it to the document as well. Um. The thing is, is like there's a lot of patents that like these bigger companies do that never see the light of day. So we might not ever see this, but it's at least interesting. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So that's all the news for today. And if we want to do any no limits prompts. If at all. Um 
Where are we at? 111? Uh, you can send it here. You know what? It is limitless. So we can talk about cats just for a minute. All right. All right. Yeah, Toph's on my lap right now. And Jenna is eating. Actually, I'll send a picture of what she's looking like right now. Do it. Um. <laughs> what? She's just so cute. I'm, she's just so sweet. Yeah, so that's in this picture to the left of Toph is my arm on my lap. So right now she's just on my lap um, around my left arm. My left arm is right there. What a sweetie. I don't know if I can like make this appear on stream or on pod. This is probably a bad idea if I put my phone up to the webcam. Oh, there you go. Oh. Oh, so sweet. See, it? that's her just beside my arm right now. Yeah. She's so cute. Thanks. Are you not just like obsessed? I, I would, I, I'm sure you're like so happy. Oh yeah, I'm obsessed with her. Ugh. My anxiety is just like, what do I do when I travel? It's so stupid. Like I'm not traveling anytime soon, but I'm like, okay, what's the plan when I travel? I'm like, shut up, Taylor. <laughs> no, no, I totally, I like not even messing with you. I totally get that because like I get so stressed like traveling. That's why I kind of wanted to go to Japan before I left because my dad has always had cats like for as long as I can remember. And he's really mm -hmm. good at taking care of cats. Okay. And so like, I knew that he would be able to take care of Luna like for an extended period, like while I was in Japan, but like, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to do. So I'm able to work remotely and I'm able to kind of shift my schedule a little bit. So what I could do theoretically is cause I only like, I work Tuesday, Wednesday in office. I could like leave on like a Thursday or a Wednesday after work take a short flight somewhere, spend an air, like the rest of the week working remotely at an Airbnb, explore the city or whatever. But I would never just like leave my cat like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So I totally, like, I totally get it. Like genuinely and truly, um, I am obsessed with my cat and yeah, I had a whole mental breakdown on Friday about Luna. Oh no. So it was not a good time to be honest. Somebody posted, I will keep this very brief um, trigger warning for people that are really sensitive about their pets or whatever. This person posted their cat basically in their arms as they were being put down. And I was like, why would you ever post this online? Like, this is a horrendous video. Uh, I had to do that to my first and cat. It, and I didn't post that online. No, yeah, you didn't post it online, right? Like, no, I don't I understand. Didn't, didn't and there was no trigger either. warning or anything like on like the TikTok video. And it like caught me off guard. And I was already having a really bad day. Um, oh, and sorry. so, no, yeah, it's fine. But like, I just was so upset. Um, I just like, like I said, I had like a whole breakdown because it was just like too much, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so trust me, I love my cat. I am a crazy cat lady for sure. Yeah, um, well, hope it's better now. Yeah, it's fine. I had called my my best friend and we sat and hung out for a little bit and That's it good. was all okay. It was good. I like my best friend. Now, now Toph is sleeping. Oh, so cute. I haven't. I do wonder why some cats are so much needier than others. Like, yeah. I mean, is it just like 
how the environment they were brought up in or um it depends on a lot of factors it's like kind of like that nature versus nurture and that kind of stuff um it also just depends on like their personality their owner's personality all of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so. it just depends <laughs> what? also depends on like what kind of cat you'll find that cats ha that have any hint of orange um, are going to be a lot more talkative, whether they're a full orange cat, whether they're a flame point Siamese, whether they're like a like tabby cat. Like if they have any kind of orange, they found oh, that she looks like, like a tabby. So yeah, so those cats usually have um, they're a lot more talkative. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I will probably be getting either an orange cat or a flame point Siamese. No kidding. Well, there's a lot of great shelters here. This is one of the most um, animal dense parts of the country in terms of domestic animals and people really? and percentage of people who own animals. Yeah. Interesting. And this is yeah. So, and they have a lot of no no kill shelters here. So there's definitely. A lot of places yeah, to get I, I I really really do love like like no kill shelters, but it's like it's almost kind of weird because it's like, do you go to the no kill shelter because you want to support them, or do you go to the shelter that isn't no kill because you don't want something to happen to those animals? Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's hard, but yeah. I'm a little bit away from the decision, so um, I'm very much looking forward to moving. If all of the plan, if I if my plan stays how it is, um, and I end up moving, um, the plan is is I'm going to fly my best friend out, and I'm going to have like a bunch of furniture and decorations delivered because she like she loves Animal Crossing, she loves interior decoration or whatever. So I'm going to fly her out for like a week. We're just going to spend the week like exploring the area and decorating my apartment and. Oh yeah. Doesn't that sound so fun? Yes. <sighs> I'm very excited. I'm planning on getting a couch that has like the double chase. Um, and then because what you can do with those couches, a lot of the times they have a little thing that like pulls out so it becomes like a queen size bed. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm gonna do that. That's great. Yeah, I just have an air mattress for guests. That's not really great. My futon goes all the way back, but it's like a futon, so it's like meh. Yeah. I, I have, have a full a futon. Yeah, I have a full size goes. bed, so it's fine. Costco for mattresses, I will say. It's common clutch for me twice now in a row. Um, I think my dad always goes like with those online stores. Yeah. Um, and they send and ever unboxed a mattress mm -hmm. from online where it's like vacuum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're it's crazy. That's what I the other mattress that I had. Um, so my dad gifted me for Christmas one year like a new mattress. Oh. Um, and it was one of those. And we ended up giving it to my ex, but. Uh, well, <laughs> it's still probably better. It's being used than in a landfill somewhere. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. Well, I think yeah. we're going to wrap it up now for this week. Okie dokie. So, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Welcome to Toph. New mascot. To we have two mascots, three mascots now because we got Ted. <laughs> We have to wait. Toph, Luna, and who? Ted. Ted? Yeah. Who is Ted? <laughs> Sam's dog. Oh, I didn't know that was his name. I forgot. Yeah, his name's Ted. Awesome, Ted. 
He's Great. so cute. He's like one of the derpiest looking dogs. I like, I'm obsessed. He's so cute. We love animals. Oh, yes. Thank you all so much for listening. Remember, you can find us at youtube.com slash save the game media, uh, Twitter at save game media, and our Discord links in the show notes. Where can people find you, Brie? Um, you can find me at Fabulous Brianna um, on most social media platforms. Um, I don't Twitch stream anymore, but you can follow me there. Oh, well, um, why? Why we stop streaming? A lot of reasons. Okay, um, that's fair enough. But I the reason I, I got bored. The reason, no, there was internet issues, and Dang it. I was also kind of streaming for the wrong reasons, and I realized I was streaming for the wrong reasons, and so I just wanted to take a break and step away. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. But the whole point of me bringing this up is that Giselle, the person that hangs out with me on Anime Cast sometimes and Book Bonanza. Um, she has been talking about streaming, um, so we might get streaming together. So if you want to check that out, we might be streaming when she gets back from Japan. So, wow, awesome! Yeah. Okie dokie, that was it for me. Um, you can find Sam at <laughs> Sam Heaney, H E A N E Y H H E A N E Y. Sorry. Um, don't want people to get mis- like I don't want people to get confused what letter I was saying. Um, you can find Toff at Taylor's apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And earthbending. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hang out with Aang. And you can find Did you have any other school. names? Just curious, really quick. Did you have any other names kind of in mind, or were you like, no, Toff is it? I was thinking about keeping her original name, and I'm like, nah, I'll name her. I'm like, no, I want to change it. And it was I was expecting pee pee poo poo. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, all right. You can find Taylor in the Discord. And yeah. thanks for hanging out. I'm sure it was like a little bit more of a casual episode than usual. Now that our professional Sam isn't around, the relationship has fallen apart and we're all just like casual now. <laughs> Swingers. Whoa. <laughs> what can I say? Anyway, have a good one, guys. Goodbye. Oh, and if you wait, if you're celebrating Easter, happy Easter. Goodbye. Goodbye.